0: Welcome to MacroHack Radio. It may be cliche, but it's true. If you fail to plan, plan to fail. Meal prepping is a lifestyle habit that lends itself to a lot of success for flexible dieting or any healthy lifestyle. Tyler, Leanne, and myself discuss various methods of meal prepping and offer various scenarios and lifestyle tips to make meal prepping work for you and your journey.
1: Alright, so today we're gonna to talk about meal planning. And this is one topic that we get a lot of questions from our clients, and so we wanted to touch on meal prepping and planning where we'll try and touch on different approaches and different types and how we do it ourselves personally and just give you some context and perspective on it that it, after a while, once you start doing it, it becomes easier and easier and easier each, each time. So, initially, it sucks. <laughs> initially, it's, I mean, you might be excited, but initially it does get kind of tiresome and sucky so some different approaches that you can take to it you could do the, do the traditional like the tupperware line it up and be super hardcore you can plan out each meal and cook a bazillion chicken breasts for the entire week a bazillion uh cups of rice for the entire week for each day and then a bazillion different broccoli for <laughs> different broccoli
2: Broccoli for Many different Broccoli,
1: broccoli, broccoli <laughs> for the week, and just portion everything out in your Tupperware, and you're good.
2: It's like the perfect um, social media picture too. Yeah, exactly. Snap it it when looks it's really, up. really good. The meal prep Sunday because
1: you are. This is yes, the hardcore so. style, which there's nothing wrong with that. If you, this is more for like the type A type people. Uh, Elena, I don't know if you want to agree or disagree <laughs> with that.
2: I think it's true. Um, yeah. Right. For sure. I yeah. Think it
1: really definitely and. Like with new people starting out, which if you're new to this, this is one approach that we definitely highly, highly recommend you mm-hmm. do initially because it does help with gaining more confidence of this whole approach. And also when you're planning things out ahead of time, you can look at, okay, I do I want rice this day? No, I don't want rice. I want to actually do like maybe some fruit or maybe I want a little bit of – I want to learn how to eat ice cream into it. So then you plan it out ahead of time where – you could plan out each meal for from breakfast all the way to dinner, you know, to start out. But if you have family, you know, if you have family at home that you have to eat something different at dinner, you can plan all your meals leading up to dinner and then leave dinner open for the rest of your macros for the day. So planning that, out,
2: uh, planning that
1: out ahead of time will make a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. And so that's one approach you can do. Um, an approach that I do personally, initially when I first started doing diet, flexible dieting, that's what I did. Is a Type A approach. We don't call it that.
2: The Type A, but you learn a lot while you do it. You totally do. That is the benefit of that.
0: Totally. Like if you want super Type A, when I I don't think you ever knew this, Tyler, but my very first prep that I did with you, like when you first started working with me, I used to spend like four hours on Sunday meal prepping, and I would weigh everything out to the gram. And everything was written on the Tupperware with a sticky note with exactly how many grams of whatever food was in there for every single meal.
1: And I think that's awesome. (laughs) You (laughs) learn a lot. Yeah. I think people
2: learn learn. learn.
0: You do
1: learn so much by doing that. And just understand (laughs) that it's not going to be forever either.
2: No. I think people do try to avoid that approach because it seems so like they can't even fathom like doing that. But I think they learn so it's much. It's too hard,
1: it. too hardcore, yeah. or you're gonna coin it something that you're just too vigorous, mm-hmm. and that's not not true at all. You're learning, and if people make fun of you, who cares? Because they're jealous and they're envious of you. Yeah, because I am. they're not dedicated like you are.
2: That's hundred percent. Okay. So,
1: with that said, <laughs> then you could uh, like myself. I eventually transitioned into I. This sounds a little lopsided. Actually, the girl I was with at the time thought I was really ridiculous, and really made fun of me a lot about this. But I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. I still did it anyway. So I ended up getting this giant cooler. That's okay, so funny. it was actually a wheel, awesome. uh, a, like a suitcase cooler That's amazing. that I would wheel around to school and to ex- to my extra job in That's the hospital. So
2: good.
1: And what I did was I wanted variety. I didn't want to plan out my meals and have all this packaged stuff. I got sick of that. Yeah. But I still wanted to do this. And so what I would do is I'd have two uh, of protein, carbs, and fats. I'd have two sources that were quick of uh, protein and carbs. Two sources of protein, two sources of carbs, two sources of fat that were quick and easy to to do and grab. And then I had two sources of each <clears throat> that were like slow eating that would I, I could sit down and eat if I had time. Um, and I wasn't on the go. So I'd have all those sources lined up. And yeah. I'd just pile them in. I'd have huge... I'd cook up all my ground turkey, let's say, and, I, and a bunch of chicken. I put it all in big Tupperwares and just put it in my cooler. It's
2: like a small grocery store. It was. Yeah. It was. It was like a mini grocery store. I'd throw <laughs> on my I throw in like fruit. I had
1: tons, tons of tons of food. I
2: love it. But I was
1: gone the entire day, so I had to do it this way. If yeah. I was home, you know, moderately, I wouldn't bring as much with me.
2: And didn't definitely. you have weird time windows too, where you never knew? Like I did. Yeah. And so when Which I had a lot a of people window, have that. You yeah.
1: know? So I had like a fridge with me. So I would, whenever it was time to eat, I would start putting stuff on my phone and planning it out right there on the spot, knowing what I had left over for the day. And then I would think, okay, I'm hungry for this. And I would pick whatever food items I had in there. I just pick and choose what I wanted on the fly instead of meal two that yeah. was prepackaged that I didn't feel like eating chicken, broccoli, like, and rice uh, right now. So it gave more options for me and I would plan things out. So if I was on the fly, I would eat my on the fly type foods or on the go. Or if I could sit down and eat and I had 30 minutes, I would you know make or put together whatever I could, you know, slowly chew and find a microwave and warm it up.
2: It's actually kind of you probably created more adherence and Dude, sustainability it was so, yeah. without really even realizing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like...
1: And it was so fun because it was like a Tetris game for me.
2: <laughs> I love and that. it created it created
1: so much variety. I was so much more happy because yeah. I had that that feel of control of knowing that I could Have I wasn't restricted to this Tupperware um, meal anymore and that i could have more flexibility and then at, at night i would you know when i get home i would leave that leftover for dinner if i wanted anything outside of what i had packed so that's how i would prep things um, and i do that even today where now i'm at home um, most of the time or all the time where i have things planned out and prepped already in the fridge but i just pull out what i want and i'm hungry for it at the time so sticking with it was was the biggest thing but it created that routine where i, I love doing it that way People make fun of me, and but I don't, I don't care.
2: Yeah, yeah. cares works for you. <laughs>
1: exactly, and so even like um, when I worked <clears throat> in the the cath lab, and in the hospital, we'd have set schedules, and so people go through vigorous schedules, too, where they can't like eat very much or they have meetings and they're stuck in meetings all day. Well, we had scheduled like scheduled, scheduled out cases, where if we got done with the case early and I knew the next one's gonna be a long one. I would run to the locker room quick or the break room real quick. I would throw down a shake and throw down a piece of fruit and like maybe some almonds. So it's spread protein covers and fats. And that held me over until lunch or later on um, Strategy. in the day. So okay. I always have quick on the go stuff. It's really just execution, mm-hmm. planning out. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So one of the things that happens with meal prepping is like just the basic of where do you even start. So grocery shopping can really set you up for success with your meal prepping experience and planning out for your week or your days or your week ahead. Um, and what ends up happening is sometimes a lot of people go in with you know you're brand new to tracking your start you're trying this for the first time and you're like. Okay, I'm in the store, so I'm just going to buy all of these different protein sources. I'm going to get some steaks and some chicken and some turkey and then a bunch of frozen vegetables because that's all healthy food and then some fruits. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to make all my meals for the week out of this. And it's like, okay, that's awesome. Great food choices. But what else are you considering with your grocery shopping experience? So one of the things that I absolutely recommend for people is to make a list. You gotta go in with a list of okay, looking at the week, how many like protein sources am I gonna want to eat during the day? So I'll use like me for example. I usually buy for my household, for me and my boyfriend, about you know, seven or eight pounds of chicken breast for the week plus a couple pounds of some other ground meat. And that between you know supplementing with a protein shake during the day. And then eggs also because we both eat eggs on every day you know gets us to round out a few meals plus a breakfast plus like dinner um and then so okay you got your protein sources and then you have to think about all right what am i eating on the side of those protein sources because you just don't like mal and some chicken and that'd be done <laughs> you know what i mean so okay what carb sources are you going to be eating do you want to have like rice this week or rice and vegetables do you like potatoes do you like regular potatoes do you like sweet potatoes do you want to have some pasta as your side like they make some really sick little rice packets that are like 79 cents that you like make it and it's this really good flavored rice and um, I don't eat them anymore but I used to when I was super on a budget and I would buy them because they were so delicious and I'd make like a, like three of those plus like three pieces of chicken and that was like my lunches for the week you know what I mean? So you have to think about, okay, what's going to make a meal for me? And one where people really get stuck to is like breakfast. People are like, oh, what am I going to do for breakfast?
1: Or they um, got to have breakfast food every single breakfast, which is great. But yeah. you don't always have to have breakfast food. True.
2: <laughs>
0: right. It doesn't really matter. It's like, okay, so like for, I don't know, like what's, what, do, what do some people eat that's not like a breakfast food that they still eat for breakfast anyway?
2: I don't eat breakfast a lot. Yeah, I just eat, eat like sandwiches breakfast. or yeah, things like that, say, or totally like that. yeah.
0: Or like I don't eat breakfast ever at breakfast. I eat breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> totally.
2: That you make works it, like really good. You well. can make it
0: however
1: you want. You can make some <laughs> fabulous waffle like protein waffles True. or
0: oh, eggs for are awesome yeah. at dinner. Super good. So thinking about <laughs> okay, what are you gonna need to like grab and go? And a lot of this has to do with your lifestyle too, like. You know if you're like Leanne and you work out first thing in the morning you're not really going to be so much worried about meal prepping for breakfast because it's just you know you don't eat a ton of food first thing in the morning you were saying earlier so mm-hmm. and then or you like me where if I don't eat something first thing in the morning I don't get another opportunity to eat until eleven twenty, but I'm leaving my house at six o'clock in the morning so my option is usually to like grab something that I can take with me, like toast with peanut butter or like a protein bar or like a shake or a smoothie, actually. Like I'll take a smoothie with me that I can eat in the car on the way to work. And then I can eat like my next meal five hours later, which is, you know, super interesting. But you structure your meal planning around that. Like if you're also like you don't get to eat like a real meal in the middle of the day, whenever your lunch is, whether you work nights or when you work days, then it doesn't make sense for you to pack two full meals in your lunchbox for the week. You're not gonna eat both of them, you know, if you don't have the opportunity or access to a microwave to sit down and get something. So maybe instead of packing a bunch of like, chicken, you know, meat plus vegetable source types of meals for the day, you then instead are shopping for like, fruit and protein shakes, like Tyler just said. Like I can slam down a protein shake and a piece of fruit and then, you know, a handful of nuts and beyond with my day my personal favorite right now was a granola and yogurt. I can eat that in five minutes because I get 20 minutes to eat lunch. so I don't have time to sit there reheat my chicken, sit there and it takes me like 20 minutes to get through my entire meal when I've got to go run to make copies or get set up for my next class. It's
1: a lot of chewing. If you think about yeah. it, you have solid meals every single meal. And it's, it so takes, hard. it's a lot of chewing in a day. Yeah, it
0: really <laughs> is. Oh my goodness. So thinking about your lifestyle, and thinking about how much food you're going to need for the week will really dictate your grocery shopping. Now doing your grocery shopping right is going to make sure you have what you need at home. And then the other thing to consider too is how much do you need to get? Are you the person that you grocery shop once at the beginning of the week and then that's all you want to do? Or do you like to stop at the store a couple times during the week? You have the time to be able to do that. So you buy all fresh food, all fresh meat, all fresh vegetables, and you know that Wednesday or Thursday, you're gonna go back to the store, buy more fresh vegetables, more fresh fruit. Or do you need to maybe get some fresh vegetables, some fresh fruit, and then get the rest frozen because you don't want it to go bad before you get a chance to eat it. You know you're not gonna get a chance to go to the grocery store for the rest of the week. That can really make a huge impact because if you buy all this fresh food, that's one thing that happens to a lot of people when they first start. Yeah, they buy like, oh, all this beautiful. Yeah food and definitely. then the spinach like oh it goes bad so do you think breaking so it up
1: into twi- two prepping sessions a week would help make it more optimal that way you're, you're saving you're not going bad they're not going bad or
0: um freezing stuff yeah or freezing stuff i think that it definitely makes it more sustainable i think that having frozen like meat like freezing a pound of like turkey in the freezer and having like a bag of like frozen vegetables in the freezer definitely leaves you with zero room for excuses mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you could take it out the night before or chicken in the crock pot is like the crock pot is like one it of does, the most underused tools
1: in the entire world
2: people do be, get confused with tracking some stuff though they get all yeah. like if it had liquid or if it you know that can be something that's confusing but it can yeah. be figured out it,
0: it definitely can be and I think that's a great point and a huge piece of that is are you tracking it consistently the same way yeah or are you tracking it differently every week
2: yes that's the one of them put in it i would say with meal prepping too the way elena is describing it is a really good simple way i think where most people get especially i'm a mom so i'll be honest i'm probably like the person you don't want to listen to when it comes to meal prepping because i just do not do it in a very conventional way when you, when however
1: the standard garbage can inside <laughs> your, your stomach you, you can get away with anything
2: you're just doing whatever, you, you do whatever. flying by the seat of your pants exactly. daily however i would say from most moms and people especially that have kids and husbands or i don't mean to be stereotypical of husbands cook for wives cool but if you're cooking for your spouse and kids Usually, what happens is you're getting latched onto the idea that it has to be specific dishes that you've always cooked for your family. So, a lot of people get confused with like tracking soups and casseroles and the foods that they traditionally like cook for a bigger family. So, with what Elena's saying, like maybe expand your mind when you go into the grocery store and don't just think of the typical. Um, dishes you would cook those can be macroed but a better way to start might be keeping things a little bit more simple so you're not feeling so overwhelmed with learning how to break down this um, more mixed dish and things like that but just know that it can be done and that's what a lot of people want the reassurance of is knowing Especially those with kids, moms that I have as clients, like really want, they they like the idea of being able to cook the dishes kind of that they are used to for their families. And just know when you get used to meal prepping simply, you can do the complicated things better and well and execute it well and eat all the foods that you always did, soups casseroles can all be done but it's a lot of times better to start simply and don't over complicate it so you get the idea when you so shop do you too. think
1: do you think also too on the, on the flip side do you think it's okay to make your own meal at dinner and then still have the family meal
2: absolutely i think a lot of moms start doing that or you start realizing dishes that you're able to accommodate many different macro options with Where like if you make like you say you liked making a pasta bake or something like that, you can use individual small dishes and macro it out whatever way you want or like tacos can be made many different ways. Um, and be very accommodating for like a whole family where you're not having to like eat something separate or if you do eat something separate like it, the the joy is about like sitting with your family and enjoying that's the time
1: exactly that's,
2: not the food but a lot itself. of people
1: think it's the food and you're not yeah what, it's what, really what we're eating so why mom you're weird or yeah, dad you're weird or totally um don't think that because if your family is understanding of your goals it shouldn't be an issue totally yeah.
2: And those with young kids, like, I think, I mean, I think, Tyler, we were talking, like, when I started doing this, I think my- our son was, like, three or four or something, and so he doesn't know any other way, so it's it can be a really great example for kids to see and realize, like, you're eating, like, to fuel yourself properly, it's not so much about this specific dish being, like, Heartwarming and blah blah. It's really about feeling your body appropriately for what your goals are and what you want to get done in the day and stuff like that. So it can be a really good lesson if made to be that way. That's yeah, what happened with Nicole's
1: son, where um, at one point he was getting heavier, and he just he didn't learn the whole macro thing, but he just watched us just with saw. food portioning alone, and he lost so much weight just naturally by food portioning. That's mm-hmm. it. He didn't do any big cool. tracking. Nothing just changes habits.
2: It's very cool, and I will say, like, I think I'm not bragging, but our son knows like so much about macro stuff, and just like he can go in the grocery store and like understand stuff, and he gets it. He'll ask what his macros are, and I'm always like infinity, infinity Infinity (laughs) macros. (laughs) Infinity macros is the goal, isn't it?
0: Yeah, infinity macros. I want to bounce off of what Liam just said too. That it's okay for things to be simple. I think with like all keep of keep it simple, the, stupid. Yeah, basically, it helps. like the kiss with all of the Instagram stuff going, it can be really easy for somebody who's just starting out thinking that if they're not eating this like low fat banana pudding with yeah. something that's only like ten carbs and two fats, that they're failing. they doing it somehow. Wrong.
2: Yeah. Whereas
0: the reality is, is that a lot of those insta famous macroers chefs, yeah, they only show that one very small portion of their entire day and the rest of their food is probably way normal like yeah like eggs chicken Mm -hmm. beef rice vegetables like sauces like normal people stuff so it's okay to be simple don't feel like just because you're you're insta famous you know person that you look up to is doing all of these cool things and eating all of these different bars and making all of these different concoctions that are like these macro friendly versions of treats which can be really useful that's not going to be the majority of anybody's day who sees any kind of success with this lifestyle that's well, like
2: the 10 percent not yeah. like the 90 well, percent
1: one thing too if you're always looking at different foods for taste and pleasure true if you're trying if you're trying to which taste does play a role mm-hmm. i mean you have to eat what tastes good but yeah. if you're looking at all those insta famous pictures yeah. And you're jonesing on, wow, I re- that looks so good. Right. I really want that complicated recipe
2: mm-hmm. or that
1: looks amazing. If you're just thinking about taste the entire time, yeah. you're not going to be satisfied. It
2: can be very unbalanced. Yes. And I think that's half of America's problem anyway is just like all the really highly palatable foods. Like who who 10 years ago was eating a donut bun hot or hamburger? Like, come on. Nobody yeah. was doing that yeah. until, like, Instagram, yeah. like, yeah. people, like, started coming up with all this stuff. The so, I mean,
0: ridiculous thing you could eat.
2: Yeah, like, who was doing that, like, 10 years ago? Nobody used yeah. donuts as buns for hamburgers. Come yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. So stop like, thinking about it.
1: Like, right now I'm drinking this Shamrock <laughs> chocolate milk protein That's, builder, which is That great. didn't exist, yeah. so yeah. It tastes good, but I'm like, it... I'd rather eat like a pizza if I'm gonna be or like something protein filled, like like something whole, like a whole food source, not just drinking it. it, Yeah, you know, but I'm doing it for function and Mm -hmm. and because I need it and I have to get my protein up.
2: It's also delicious. Yeah, it's delicious, but it's I'm not
1: drinking it because of taste either. (laughs) I know.
0: So we kind of uh, you briefly talked about Tyler the crockpot and the glory of the crockpot, and I think the nice thing about the crockpot is that. The cooking of the food also does not have to be. Yeah, like ridiculous. I, yeah, I'm not
1: a cook at all. And Lan, I don't know, you're probably better cook than I am. I assume, but nah. I am the worst cook ever. I can cook basic. I'm stuff. just
2: simple because I don't like a lot so of so simple. So yeah,
1: so simple. And when I go uh, grocery shop, I I'm unlike Elena in a way. Like you're good at like different foods and discovering new things. Um, I'm not good at that, and I don't care about that as much. Me personally. So I just go into the store and I get whatever works for me and knowing I just know where to go and what to get. Mm -hmm. If you're always looking like down, you can look down the aisle and look at stuff. But if you're, again, looking for taste, um, but keep it simple. Yeah, quick. It can be very overwhelming if you're trying to overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. So the crock pot, just set it and forget it. It'll be ready for you the next day or that night after you put it in in the morning.
0: It's perfect. And I think, like, roasting stuff is, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, if you just, like, throw some vegetables on a pan and, like, stick it in the oven. Yeah. For 20 out. minutes. Even,
1: like, potato fries. Cut up some potatoes. Yeah. And, like, put in the oven and, yeah.
0: And the big thing lately that a lot of people are into is, like, the air fryers. Yeah, we have one of those. Yeah, so
2: <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: There's,
1: they're easy. You don't have to be a magic chef or yeah. a big chef to be able to do this stuff.
0: So I mean I think that the point is is like you gotta find the foods that you like that you can eat on a consistent basis. You've gotta make it work for you and your family, and keep like a mindful thought of what are those things that worked really well. Like you Mm -hmm. know what
2: I mean like. You can't even write them down. So you're yeah. like, we should do this again. We do that a lot. We're like, this worked really well. We should do this again. Absolutely. And
1: you can have, okay, so like even people who diet start dieting approaches and one person, one parent is doing it mm-hmm. and the rest of the family is not, you have to have conversations with them to know and understand like, this is my goal. This is what I want to try and do. This is something that's important to me and knowing and having the husband understand or even vice versa, the wife understand make it it like a team effort effort because this is mom's goals or dad's goals whatever it is they they really need to be on board too because if you're feeling guilty Mm -hmm. that you're not eating what they're eating you're never really gonna like do well unless because if you're changing their diet because your diet's changing yeah they might like it or they might be like ew this is disgusting i'm not doing this
2: i think eating out that that's a huge thing too like just that discussion of like the goals where we can make stuff at home that's you know it's important yeah you're setting new habits for everyone exactly like
1: what leanne said before just creating new habits and 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 knowing of uh even kids just Mm -hmm. seeing it they don't have to track but they'll they'll learn some cool stuff
2: they do
0: yeah one huge benefit to meal prepping and meal planning and, like, portioning out your meals for the week or even just portioning out just your lunches that you take to work and things like that is you can save so much money Yes, doing that. that's very true.
1: Tons of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So if that's something, like, I mean, I know I'm on a budget. I know that several people that I know live on budgets that, like, We don't want to overextend ourselves financially. So one area where like, you know, a lot of times, you know, Zach and I, we don't go out to eat that often normally, but our date nights are let's grill a steak or make some trout that we caught out of the lake. And Mm -hmm. then we always make like the same two sides. You know, we air fry some potatoes and you throw some spinach in the thing. And that's like our date night meal type of thing. So it, it saves money rather than going and spending $50 on a meal out every week. Exactly. You know, we go to Five Dollar Friday at Safeway. You know, you find the places that have the things that you want. You know, you get like a New York strip for five dollars a pound. So now
1: on the awesome. on the flip side, if you have the disposable income, okay. So like for example, um, a client, Anthony. Mm-hmm. So this guy was spending an I won't say the number, but an astronomical number per month of eating out. So he's eating out a lot and thought that he was doing really well with eating out and hitting his numbers, but like why not spend all that money on a, a meal prep company yeah and be do something so that was for people exactly where and now it was still cheaper overall <clears throat> but um for this person um particular he needed the eating out feeling he loved to eat out so this he spent his money on something that was more optimal that would prep that was vigorous at tracking and counting the macros and knowing uh, the accuracy of what you're eating mm-hmm. where That's, that can make a huge difference too if you need a meal prep company if you have the the, the financial gains to be able to do that right I
2: think that comes into play huge too for like we have a lot of clients that travel a lot or they're just really excessively busy that can be like a crazy good that's like the game changer of meal prep and them being successful with this life yes I would say even
1: if it wasn't like all your meals even if it was like one or two meals a day that were really hard to do like Uh on the go like lunch or breakfast if you're on the fly but you want to save your dinner for your family and you want to make that together. Yeah. Maybe have a couple meals in a day that you can prep. And the lunches
2: out day. for people are
1: such a huge yes. pitfall
2: anyway. So yes. if you're saving it for that lunch meal, that could be way Yeah.
1: Good. So there's many different ways mm. of how you can spend this. Absolutely. For sure.
2: And then another thing
0: too, I was just thinking of when you said the meal prep service is meal prepping for traveling.
2: Mm. Like yes. how
0: do you go grocery shopping and... and it's a big question we get. In your head, there's so many good options. You know, I, I've done the meal prep service when I've gone to Disneyland more for the fact of there's not a lot of stuff that I can eat anyway because of my food intolerances. But it was still cheaper to pay for a meal prep service, bring all my meals at a cooler than buy, mm-hmm. you know, food at Disneyland. Now if you're driving, meal. did you drive? Yeah, we drove. Okay, so I just so... packed it in a cooler and then the hotel room has a refrigerator. There you go. So that saves a lot of money right there, and it makes it super convenient, and then you don't have to worry about not finding something that's going to keep you on track. Mm-hmm. Um, or, for example, like the tuna packets that are like the flavored tuna packets, you know, protein bars. Yes. There, there's definitely yeah. options where you can still sort of quote-unquote <laughs> meal prep for traveling or even being gone for just like a night overnight somewhere where you can provide those because in the previous podcast, Leah had said protein is the hardest one to hit. Getting those protein sources because carbs and fats are always easier to find on the go. So easy. Planning ahead for protein sources, meal prepping essentially for your travels with some of these you know, convenience protein options. Makes a huge difference in your overall adherence, especially if you're somebody who likes to go out of town once or twice a month. You know? Yeah, getting those you can make in. it happen if, if you want. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. If you're going on like a long business trip or something like for like the week, you can pack those dry foods that you can bring with you, protein sources, get you through the traveling day,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then you know what? You can actually go grocery shopping once you get there. No way. Wow. And you can put your stuff in your fridge knowing the stuff that you can't bring oh with you like gosh. greek yogurts or maybe uh, some kind of drinks or something like that like the shamrock farm drink that i'm drinking now or, or even if it's shakes.
2: like if you use lunch meat for that week it's not gonna kill you you yes, know things like that not,
1: if you, you want to make even, it happen <laughs> you can totally make it happen even like uh, if you want to grill or make chicken breasts before you leave freeze them True. Put them in a cooler or even, like, in your bag if you're, if it's a short flight. They'll yes. still be cold by the time you get to your destination. It's true.
2: Yeah. I've even known people that have gone to, like, if, if you're traveling for an extended period of time, like, they go to, like, the Goodwill or Walmart and buy, like, a George Foreman grill.
1: Yeah. And, and
2: then, grill it up in their re- room. There's re- no end to the possibility. And then
1: return it or something. <laughs> or, like, if you don't have a fridge. This sounds really hardcore and intense, but if you don't have a fridge... You can actually put ice in the sink or something. Yes, <laughs> like, you've, I've done I've that. I've done that, that before times. where it, it, you get there you're like, oh, crap, you don't have a fridge. So you got to like, now that's pretty intense, but it depends on the level of how bad you yeah. really want to do Talent it. Or do you yeah, on track Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's definitely always, there's always an excuse to your way out, but there's always a thing that you can, a reason or a thing that you can do to make it happen. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: So various methods of meal prepping. Yes. Yeah. So many. As long as it fits your lifestyle.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. The important. Exactly. Part, yeah. So that's again, like what we talked about last podcast. No matter how much planning you do, how much prepping you do, what matters overall this is, is you key. actually <laughs> executing. That's the key to the entire thing. You can plan everything out, prep everything out, but if you're not actually doing it, it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> that's great. <Hey>, <laughs>
0: Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us today on Macro Hack Radio. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review, and hit that subscribe button so that way you can be updated whenever we publish a new episode. We hope to see you next time here on Macro Hack Radio, and don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram on at the Flexible Dieting, at Nams Cert, and at TNT Nutrition to see what we are up to on the daily. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Bye.